probably it probably took me about probably four hours to get through those mountains because I was driving about 10 miles per hour. I can't even lie to you. I was so scared. But I did it. I called the next time and I asked for a load going that way because I wanted to do it again. Wow. So trucking has even helped me. It made me stronger. Welcome to Six Figure Trucker, the podcast where we share advice on how to be successful in trucking and have fun while doing so. We'll share stories, news, and advice on how to earn six figures in trucking, and we'll speak to guys and gals that are already doing so. Next, it's your host, Justin Scott. Let's get to the show. All right, welcome back to the Six Figure Truckers. With me today, I have Armand. He is rocking and rolling this morning, ready to be on the podcast. Armand, we're excited to have you, man. How you doing? Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to be a part of this six-figure trucking. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no worries, man. So, you know, it's, it's season two is going. We've heard a lot of cool different stories, but, you know, the, the main thing that I was telling you about is, you know, there's so many different people in our industry doing different things, running different types of trucks. Man, I, you've been with us for, for probably the longest of anybody that I've had on the show this season for sure so tell me about well, how you've got started with norton i mean you've been with us what five years maybe more yeah yeah about five years i got started one of my family members from atlanta one day was telling me about the most known unknown business out there and i was like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah what is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he was like transportation and logistics of third-party logistics is one of the best ways to make money and be and have freedom that hardly nobody knows about. And I was like, I, I sure had never heard of it. Yeah. So I was interested, and I was like, oh, what is it? And so he started, you know, telling me about it, and then he told me about how to get set up with a company because I already had a background in driving to begin with. So he told me about a company. And I was like, so I went to the company, started driving for them, didn't really like it. And I came across Norton and I cannot even remember how I came across Norton. But when I came across Norton, immediately I liked the vibe. As soon as I was speaking with the ladies, I think I spoke to Renee first. Oh yeah. 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 I think I spoke to Renee first and I liked the vibe and I knew it was a fit. So that's how I got started in the trucking, in the third-party trucking business. So here we are now, right? Yes, sir. Well, man, you yes, know, sir. that that description is probably the best I've ever heard, too. The most <laughs> known unknown. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a secret, you know. what? Yeah. I, you know, some sometimes when I'm at, like, you know, functions that aren't really transportation-related or something that, you know, we're getting our name out to the, to the community, I'm like, you know, we do drive away, and, you know, I think some – bank executive was like what do you what do you pay drive you know you pay driveways for people i'm like no not exactly so i was telling yeah, him i was telling him about what he's doing he's like well, i've never heard of that and i'm like well it, it's a thing it's a thing it's a thing but uh Definitely a thing. but that's that's exactly right and 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 you know when you when you think about what we do you know there's a it's a it's a niche market but there's a need and, and there's there's a continues to be a need and and I'm, I'm i'm grateful for that but you know five years ago you know a lot of things have changed in the market in the truck market in the driveway market at, Nor at norton transport in general i mean we've grown tremendously in you know in the last five years so 
I guess for for you, what are some things that that you you can see in terms of change? You know, what are what are some things that that's been better? What are some things that you see industry wise that's been better? Norton wise, things like that. What what are some changes you see? The changes I've seen are mostly for the positive, and that's and that's not usually the case in any business you're in. Most of the time, the societal like expenses outweigh what your the progress of the division, the the field you're in. Sure, but with yeah, with the trucking industry and with Norton, we're getting paid. This that's the best. This is the best pay I've been getting from Norton since I started. Wow! And it's going yeah, it's it's much better. It, it, it's great. So that's one thing I've seen that even with even with the problems happening all through society, and Norton hasn't like hurt their drivers in order to subside what's going on. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that, that's one thing I respect. And that's and that can be tough, right? When you when you think about yes. all the issues that that are going on and, you know, yes. market fluctuations and, you know, things like that. It's like, how do we you know, how do you push through that? And I think for us, it is, you know, hey, let's if, if there's anything that, you know, it almost sounds like common sense, but it, it, it's sometimes hard to see that when when you think about you know, driving through some of these problems, like, hey, let's take care of the driver, because exactly if we don't, then this stuff only gets harder, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yes. Cause I was, I was, I was grateful to be with Norton Cause I, I was only out of work for probably one or two months when things slowed all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not the type of person that can sit in the house. It drives me insane. And I was so happy to get back on that road and get back rolling when everybody else was still down. I wasn't the one, everybody was hooray and everything about these unemployment checks. I wanted to work. Yeah, yeah. I, that's not me. I wanted to work. So I love the, and, and I love the fact, I love the understanding. I love the freedom of the uh, industry. I love the freedom of the industry. It's even better than the reason... It's even better than having your own job as a CDL trucker because you got to you're attached to yeah. the truck. You're attached. Your it's your baby. It's your any you hear any sound. You're you're scared because you got to do a repair. With this, I get to get people their product and go home happy. Yeah, and no stress. No strings. Yes. Yeah, no strings attached. I think that's a good point. You know, you when you think about you know there there's so many jobs available in 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 the trucking world right now, and then when you turn on the every night when I you know I turn on the news, I mean it's it's like okay driver shortage here, school bus shortage there, it, it, it you know it's constant. But you know the appeal that we're getting to a lot of folks that are out there is that you know. You have expenses, but but you're not tied to to this vehicle because a you know a fifteen thousand dollar repair on a on a truck is not uncommon when you're you know when you're busting that truck's ass and you know working yes. it hard. It's going to happen, and, and, and you know that could set in times like these. You know that could set somebody back bad. Yes, uh, you, you know, yes. that could be that could be tough. So being able, yeah, being able to 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 move around freely and you know go here, go there, and not have to worry about that certainly certainly is, is yes. has been been a reason why we've been able to attract a lot of different owner operators and and folks that have their own vehicles. Well, tell me yep. tell me what you did before you you, you had a little driving experience, but what I had a little driving experience. What what were I, you doing before? I was in the field of I was in the food industry. I was, I dealt in bacon. I did bakery work, went all the way up the ladder to like quality controls. Oh, I yeah. Did yeah. I, I did supervision, 
but I was in the baking industry. I started out with Marita Bakery. I don't know if you remember the yellow bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so that, <laughs> that yellow bag bakery. And I went from there and I got with a place called yeah Bimbo Bakeries. And they're from Mexico. They're from Mexico. And Bimbo Bakeries, I stayed there for six, seven years doing uh, supervision and quality control. I was dealing with, we dealt with uh, train-to-trainer programs, and we went to school for sanitation. And I was, you know, I was qualified in all those areas inside of bakery, Six Sigma, all those things like that. And that's the background I was in. And, okay. And I got to where I was just training. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the background I come from, bakery, food what? industry. Well, I think, you know, that that's cool to hear because when I think about folks that are doing what they're doing with us now, that every, everybody comes from so many different things, you know, whether, you know, what obviously there's transportation in, in every industry that there is. And so, you know, to find drive away and to be successful for as long as you have, you know, that's that's awesome. That That's a cool story to hear. And, you know, when you think right. about the money you were making then now, you know, how does that how does that compare? I know, you know, obviously, you know, pay has gone yeah. up and, and it, with yeah. us, but even, even early on, you know, what was the money like? And then compare that to now. Oh, the money I was getting in the bakery where I probably was at about 60, 70,000 a year, but I was working probably about 80 hours a week. Woo. Yeah, that's a lot. So it, that's a lot. It wasn't really money, you know, and that's how you got to look at it. It wasn't really money. And the, the, the monotony, I couldn't, and one day I woke up and I just couldn't handle the monotony, the same thing every day and every day and listening and looking at my coworkers so unhappy and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And um, even if I did make a little bit of money, it wasn't, it wasn't worth $5. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't worth it. I couldn't. I, I remember times at the end, just coming to work and just sitting in the parking lot for thirty minutes, not wanting to go in. So, but in the money now is so much better. Just light years better, and in terms of less stress, freedom. So even let's just say if I was making more back then, back then, it still would be more now because of everything I get attached with my money now. Freedom, less stress, it's it's uncomparable. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because that's that's not a place, you know, if anybody's ever been there and you feel like that, you know, it's not enough, you know, the the amount of money is sometimes not not the biggest factor in deciding what you want to do with with your life and and having the freedom and the flexibility to to control where you want to go, what you want to do can outweigh a lot of different factors when you're looking yes, at a career change. And and one thing that's tough for people, though, is, is as they move towards something like this, with that freedom, the freedom can get you in trouble because there is that freedom. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you, you know, you're you're the deciding factor. And so not yes. have, you know, like you said, you go into work, you know, you got it. You're in the parking lot. You don't want to go in. You know, sometimes you can sack yourself out to where, you know, it's hard to even though you have that freedom with that freedom, you have more decisions you have to make about what you want to do and where you want to go. Was that tough for you? Or are you just kind of the guy that's like, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, I, I'm, I am going to go no matter what, because what helped me in life was pride. Like I got 
three young sons. They're grown men now. But I could not ever start something and be a, go home and tell them I couldn't finish. Yeah, yeah. Or I, or I didn't do it to my best of my ability because then I would become like a, I'll become like a liar because that's, that's something I always preach to them to try your best and, and whatever you start, try to finish. So eat, I, I'll tell you something. Trucking also, I used to suffer from a lot of anxiety. Trucking, when I first was getting into the trucking, that was one thing I was so scared of is that I, uh, I had to hear the horror stories about the mountains and I was scared of heights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember the first time I went to Tennessee coming through Knoxville. Oh, yeah. And, and I came up and I saw that mountain, Justin. And man, I pulled off to the side of the road and I thought I couldn't do it. I thought I couldn't do it. And I said, I got to do it. What, what am I going to do? Am I going to go home and tell my sons I, I couldn't do it and I, I, I quit? Man, that was one. That was one of the hardest things I did in the trucking industry to begin with, and that, and, I, and I was grateful for it because once I did it, and I mean, I drove probably it probably took me about five, probably four hours to get through those mountains because I was driving about ten miles per hour. <laughs> those are I tough mountains. To <laughs> I can't even lie to you. I was so scared, but I did it. And the next time I asked, I called the next time. And I asked for a load going that way because I wanted to do it again. Wow. You know, I mean, so trucking has even helped me because it's, 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 it, it made me be, it made me have to, like you're saying, you don't have to, but you're doing it anyway. It made me stronger. I like that. And, and I think that just goes to show, you know, and, and I'm not, obviously we want, we want more people in the industry, but you know, it's not for everybody and, and you have to have that grit, that grind, that, that self-motivating factor of, you know, for me to be successful, I've, I've got to give this my all. And sometimes that freedom doesn't work for everybody and that's okay. Yes. You know, that's, that's, yes. that's, uh, that, that's the beauty about, you know, having yes. op- opportunities to do other things. But I think it's, it's important to, to, to tell people as, as they're listening and thinking about making a choice is, you know, what do you like? You know, what, you know, how are you motivated? If you're self-motivated, and 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 you you feel up to the challenge that you can be successful and make your own choices and and get there and and give it 110 percent and do it then you can be very successful in this industry but if 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 you feel like you know you're you can't self-motivate yourself and you need that that structure to be successful then you can't do it you just can't exactly you 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 can't do it and because the 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 thing of responsibility and that's what a lot of people are, are scared of, to be to be responsible for yourself. Because when things get bad in the industry, there's no sick pay or leave or, you know, you got to get out there and you got to do it. It's, 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 it's another thing when you don't have a, a net under you. And yeah. people, people, most people need that net. And I did for a while. I, I, I needed the net and I used to get nervous, but it's, I, it just made me a better person. This made me much better, much stronger, um, more confident, all those things that I can take care of myself. If I'm ever stranded out someplace, I know I can learn how to learn the transportation. I know how to get back. I know not to be, you know, it, it taught me a lot. Yeah, that that's a good point. So I, let's talk about that for a minute because, you know, you're somebody that's been doing this for a long time and 
obviously there you know there's support you know in the in the driveway industry but sometimes when you're out there and and you're stranded you're 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 by yourself you know and so how did you i guess was there a time where you learned the hard way or you know what what made you be how are you better now than you were when you first started about planning and and making sure that that you can take care of of something like that so that it doesn't happen and justin my sister drives drive away my brother-in-law her husband my friend i got her on i got another one of my friends on wow and yeah all of them used to laugh at me in the beginning because i i started in the beginning by myself and I, I had another job on the side. Matter of fact, I had two jobs. I was, because I also used to do the little high school sports. Yeah. I was the referee. I oh. did refereeing for the uh, high school football and awesome. basketball. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I love that work. Oh, so I used to, I just used to, in the beginning, I would just go. <laughs> I didn't have a, I didn't know how I was going to give back. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Anything. And the first time I went down to, I think my first run was down in Pompano Beach from Lakeland, Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. Pompano Beach, Florida. And I went down there and I got there. The place was closed. I didn't have a way out of there. I ended up having to take a flight that cost me almost $400. <laughs> So I went down there. I spent about sixteen gas. I spent about four sixty, and the the route only was paying like about two something. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and when I came back, my my ex wife she was mad at me. I mean, I, I went through the ringer. I mean, I've 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 I went to Tarpon Springs one time, and what happened? It, this wasn't my fault. But I was still stranded, and I went there. the The truck I was supposed to pick up wasn't ready, but it's my fault. Well, it was my fault because I didn't. I called the day before, but the day of, I didn't call again. So when I got there, they said the truck wasn't ready. But in this little town, they had no train, they had no bus, they had no Uber, they had nothing. So. It comes down to now it's about, I've been out there all day trying to figure out a way home. It gets down to about 10, 11 at night. And I can't remember the lady name at Norton. They finally just got felt sorry for me and got me a taxi that had to come way from Gainesville, I think. The taxi ended up being $350 or something like that to get me back to Orlando. Oh man, I, I I I've been through a lot of things. So, <laughs> so, ne- <laughs> so needless, but but that you know those are those are real stories, and that you know we we encourage our our customers to listen, and you know this this is not just for drivers. So I think it's it's cool to have you know the people that are scheduling these trucks to be moved. The you know, a driver moves a truck from point A to point B in their mind. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's a lot that goes into that point A to point B. It's not just, you know, yeah. you know, a driver teleports from their house to the this location. They're there, they deliver the truck, and then they teleport back home. You know, there's a lot of yeah. logistics involved, not the, just the logistics of your route. So, you know, having somebody yeah. being in a place where, you know, it's remote, the truck is not ready, 
it, now that now they're stuck, you know what what ramifications mm-hmm. of that exist. So I think you and know I, for most people, not, it's good to hear that. Yeah, and not to cut you off, Justin. No, uh, I got one more that I, I I was picking up in, and this is another one. I was picking up in Janesville. This is this is a huge one. I teach. I used to when whenever I got somebody on, this is one of the pivotal points I tell them: do not ever. Um, do not ever shortcut your pre-trip. Don't ever shortcut your pre-trip and don't ever shortcut reading that whole VIN. I went to Janesville, Janesville, Wisconsin to pick up one time. And I got out of there going to, I think it was, I think I was going to Wyoming. I think Wyoming. I got all the way to Wyoming Got a call right right when I got to Wyoming. I got a call. It could have been Wyoming. I know it was about eight hundred miles away. Uh oh, I know this call. <laughs> yeah, I, got I know a call where this is going. <laughs> that you got the wrong truck. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh my God! So I said, "There's no way I got the wrong truck." I checked the VIN, but what I did is I checked the VIN all the way to the. 16th number is it 17 number 16 yeah 60 i checked it all the way to about 15 i think or 14 it was the last number that was different oh no i pulled over to the side of the road and i wanted to tell um her i think it was nicole i think her name was nicole yeah i wanted to tell her i quit i said i can't do this i was already stressed that day i'd already had because i had got caught in like a little snowstorm out there and I couldn't find the truck and my fingers was almost frostbitten that day. My feet were, it was just a bad day. So when she called me, I I, I, I wanted to quit. And I called I call my, use one of the moments when you call your mother. I called my mother and I said, mom, I want to quit. I can't do it. I can't drive all the way back. She was like, son, you got to do it. You made the mistake. You got to do it. Man, Justin, I had to drive all the way back 800 miles and miss my flight because I already had a flight set up coming out of uh, Boozman Airport in Montana. So, oh, man. That's a big, that's a big one. It's a huge one. That's a big one. And, and I've been there and had to have those conversations, and I know, you know, what, what does that feel like on the other end? And then, and then to, you know, you, t- you talk about, you know, missing a flight, talking about having to go back, to, you know, time, yes. money, oh, money, man. money, 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 time. I mean, that's a lot, you know, that that's tough. So what do you do now to try to make sure that you prepare so that that doesn't happen? Oh, man, Justin, I, I, I mean, I'm so anal about preparation now. It's 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 almost like drinking water. I got yeah. I got to I got to prepare every day. I, I got two or three phones. You know, just in case one dies, because that happens to you out there. Yeah. You lose or lose service or one dies or, yeah, I got three phones, portable chargers. I got, I, I map it out in on printout paper directions as well. I just don't depend on that GPS. That's good. Yeah, I print that out as well. I have a, a backup plan to let somebody know where I'm going, just in case I have to get out of there and you know, meet somebody can know where I'm at. I, I just, I, I dot. And I, I just will, I refuse, want that, want that feeling again, that, yeah. that stranded feeling, you know, it's just kind of like one of the worst feelings in the world. And I do whatever to prepare myself 
not to put myself in that situation. Well, I think that's so smart and it's so good for people to hear that because sometimes, you know, we learn things the hard way and, and you know how to prepare. And, and if you can, you, you know, if you can control something and, take a little bit of extra time to make sure that you're taken care of, then that's, that's going to help keep you running, going to help, you know, keep money flowing. You know, it's, it's just going to be more efficient for, for everybody. Yeah. And so, and, and also I tell people too, when you're out there, one of the best things you can do to keep yourself from certain situations of being stranded is try to find yourself a reliable partner. That helps that's a good. thousand percent thousand percent because i got a partner that rides with me now okay we get along great you know and because of that i don't have to do a lot of dropping off here and grabbing an uber here and trying to find and it saves you money as well because we can drop off a truck go down a little bit come back pick up a rental car go back and drop off the other truck or it it, it stops you from having to be in certain situations that you can be messed up in yeah yeah, to, you know, to having that teamwork aspect is 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 great. There's so many benefits that come from that. So that's really smart. I like that a lot. I, I've heard of a few people doing that, and I think if anybody's listening, you know, if you if you've got the ability to to run like that, then you're going to prevent a lot of a lot of things from happening from the negative side. So absolutely. Yeah. The business speaks for itself. Once you start talking to people about it. And you, they realize that on a certain day, you might can make $500 that day or, you know, it's, it's, it's not that hard to convince somebody to, you know, come and try it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah it's not give, that hard. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. Cause people, there's a lot of people out there that don't get to make decent money, you know? And, 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 and once they hear it, they're like, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I'll try it. Yeah, I think that's a good point is there is a, a lot of opportunity to be successful. And, you know, great examples. Talking to a guy the other day, uh, younger guy, graduated a college in uh, Georgia State, I think, you know, had mm-hmm. got a degree in some kind of, I don't know, some kind of scientific degree. That's It was beyond uh-huh. my knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know all that. But anyway, he was talking about how he got into to driving and, you know, moving trucks and, you know, when he got out of college, he, you know, he was interviewing and looking for these jobs. And, you know, he had a, mm-hmm. he had a little, you know, a, a little girl that was just born and a family mm-hmm. to provide for. And these these job offers he was was getting were, you know, how much money was he in debt from student loans and all this. And these job offers were just nothing. I mean, they weren't giving him anything. And so he chose uh, drive away as a way just to kind of temporarily help make ends meet. And now he's doing it full time and he's he's making six figures and you know he's obviously he's he's got his degree. He can use that anytime he wants. But he's happy right now. He's providing for his yeah. family. He's he's seeing the world in a different way. Flexibility of being home when he wants to. And you know that's a draw. Yeah. That's a draw for people. You know, that's a draw definitely. Because and, and the freedom gives you the opportunity. And because you can make a decent pay, you can also on the side do other things. Because I just don't ever want to be in the position or live a life anymore where the only thing I do is that or only thing I do is that job. I want to experience things. I want to learn something new every day. This job, this, this, this field gave me the opportunity to go back to school myself. And I went back and finished my college degrees and I'm almost finishing up my bachelor's degree right now in psychology. And this, this, 
any in most other jobs don't really give you that time that that time to yeah. schedule that up you know so it it does a lot the freedom absolutely and congratulations there and you know being a part of that and you know, learn, you. Le- learning more and, and, and continue, you know, knowledge is power. I'll, I'll say that knowledge a lot, but power. you know, the, the, you know, grow, grow yourself and, and, and good things will happen. And so I think that's, yeah. that's great. And, and so when you look at, you know, obviously, you know, pandemic uh, controlled a lot of volumes in, in, in our market and everybody's market, you, you, you know, if you've been through it in the back of your mind, it can happen again. So yes. how do you, how do you see things in a different light now? What do you do differently, if anything, that that makes you, you know, be prepared in case something like that happens again? Well, for one, the the pandemic was for me in the sense of, you know, not to be disrespectful to the people who've done past and everything, but the pandemic was a wake up call for America to begin with. For me, in my in my opinion, sure, because sure. Some, yeah, sometimes we get too lax, too, you know. And we don't respect sometimes the little things. So I think it was a huge wake-up call. And for people, it told them that you're not as prepared as you think you are. For me, told me that. Yeah. I'm not as prepared as I think I am. Because I was one of the people who was running around trying to find tissue, like a tissue warrior. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> was, it wasn't for- that was terrible. <laughs> I, I was out there with you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and Justin, if it wasn't for the fact that I traveled in the truck. I wouldn't have found none because I live in Orlando and there was no tissue. No. I was in Georgia one day in the back on the back roads in Georgia and we saw this family dollar and we said, man, I wonder if they got tissue. <laughs> we went in there and the people were looking at us crazy because I don't think it had hit the back yeah. of Georgia. Hadn't like got there yet. Orlando. Yeah. yeah. So we in there, Justin, and we got two or three uh, <laughs> carts full of nothing but tissue. And the people were looking at us like, what? what in the world is going on with them? And man, we were so happy. We backed the truck. We we we, <laughs> we packed it up and 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 because we had to get it. it was none. I brought it home for my family. Everybody was went crazy as if I had brought home, you know, food and they were hungry. Yeah, you know, it it, crazy. man, it, it's so you know I, we I laugh about it now because it's funny. But then you know that that was real and that was you know when you think about. You know, pre-co, you know, who would have ever thought that Ooh, that we thought. would be there? You know, in this day and age, with all the technology, with everything that we have on our fingertips, we're trying to find damn toilet paper. We're trying to find toilet paper. I mean, it's just crazy, oh, but it's God. but you're right. It is what you know. <laughs> sometimes we take little things for granted, and having to experience stuff yeah. like that, you know, makes you a little bit more prepared on the on the back end. Yeah. So you know, but, it's so true. <laughs> To answer your question, Justin, what I do now, because I got so much freedom, I try my best not to have just one stream of income. So little things you can do, like like I tell my sons and I tell other people, don't always focus on degrees and you have to go to school for two or three years to make you some extra money. A lot of people forget about certifications and licenses. Sure. You know, like I do notary on the side a lot of times. I'm a, I'm a signing agent, so I sign a lot of real estate when people, you know, purchase in the house or sometimes I'll do a, a wedding or, you know, and any anything I can do for side income, anything to bring in more income. I haul I haul junk, anything. This, this The pandemic taught me I need to get on the move and have 
different avenues mm -hmm. because I was just stuck when the pandemic hit. I was really just doing school and the driveway. Right. That's it. And when it hit, I had no other ways to really make money. So that's one thing that it taught me that get your butt up and don't be reliant. Be prepared. If I'm being prepared, when I go out there in the world, I need to be prepared and be, be prepared in the other side of my world too. I think that's good. And that, that's, that's good. I think that's good advice for everybody to hear is like, you know, like the notary thing. I mean, you know, just, just have the ability to, to be flexible and to, you know, be able to, to navigate when, when something like that occurs, but bring, you know, give you, give yourself a shot, you know, and, and, and you got to step outside of your comfort zone sometimes to do that. But there's, yes. there's definitely ways to, to, to increase income or have the ability to increase income when you need it. And now that you have the now, and that's one good thing about driveways, the flexibility you have, you can, you can devote time to other things if you need to. Okay. Exactly. I got a few days here. I'm going to do this. And then, then I'm going to go back on the road next week. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do this. And you can choose that. It's not like you have to take your, your five sick days to go get a certification. I want to take exactly. a couple of days to get a certification. I'm going to go do it. Exactly. Another Another certification I was able to get was the, 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 I mean, the license I was able to get was the TWIC license. Yeah. That comes in handy. Very much in handy. That comes in handy. Because before, I would go out to that port and be out there. Before I even knew what the TWIC was, I used to be out to that port having to wait on an escort for hours. Yeah, you're sitting there. Nothing you, can... whole, nothing you can do. A whole day at the port. I mean, if I used to have to take two trucks, I might bring one down and try to go back and do it. You can't because a lot of times, some, th some days it might take two hours and some days it might take four hours. But once I got that Twit card and it paid for itself almost automatically. Automatically because time is money in this industry. Time right? is money. Time is money. Yeah. Well, I, let's talk about that a little bit for, you know, because, you know, obviously there's been plenty of drivers and there's drivers that are delivering to ports. And, you know, so explain the process of, of, of getting your Twit card and what that can do for you. Okay. When you, when, when, when a driver goes to the port, they know they got a, a call to the dispatcher and at either they pay for it up front or the dispatcher will put the money on the card to have them go through. But like you said, the time aspect and also having to, you might not have the money on you. You know, you, yeah. you, 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 you might not have the $125 on your account to pay for it because some companies do want you to pay for it up front and they'll pay you back. Well, you go down to the, I can't even remember the place, the name of the place where you go get your, your Twit card from right now. But when you go down to get your Twit card, it costs you uh, $125. And as soon as you get on a load to to the port, you pay, you almost pay for that Twit card the first time, because the same hundred and twenty five dollars you usually ask the company for to pay the escorts. Now your company has to pay you that either seventy five or to a hundred. It's usually not the whole one twenty five, but it's usually either seventy five or a hundred. But you almost paid for it right then on the first time yeah it's almost like a passport to, to, to yes. well, it's good for five years i think it's a little background check uh, you know that they do and it's it's handled by the transportation security administration Definitely, yeah yeah i, th I exactly. think you, i think you just go online now and get it oh you can just go online now yeah because you know and also also this is another aspect of it you get to when you do fly you get to go pre-check yes yes yeah 
you get to go pre-checks. So you're not no bunch of waiting in lines behind everybody else. You kind of like you upper class. You almost like you get to go to the short line. <laughs> you go to the front. Yeah. Hey, that's like you got the fast pass at Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, little things out there you can do to make your, your 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 life even better out there. A lot of little aspects, but you got to keep learning. And that's the thing I always tell my sons and everything. Never stop learning. Never stop exploring because then you're basically like, once you, once you stop learning to me, it's almost like you're dying. Yeah. Once you stop learning. That's how it is to me. I love that. And I, I people probably get tired of me saying that here, but, you know, it's so important to understand as much as you can. And, I, you know, I tell people I try to learn something every day. You know, our our industry is always evolving. It's constantly changing. And the more we know, the more we can support our drivers, the more we can support our customers, and, and the more we can we can continue to grow and continue to be successful together. There's there's power in people that work together to do that. You know, this nothing, no industry, no company, no no matter what they do, is not one person that makes it happen. There's a lot of people yeah. that make it happen. And so you have to have a lot of people that have that attitude to because it takes a lot of people to come together to 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 make the right decisions to grow the right way and so i love that you say that to your kids i say it to my kids i say it to people here be a sponge be a sponge if that's not your job role you know let's say you you know you're you're in dispatch and 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 you know you you know learn about every job you know because that's going to make you more powerful to your driver because when your driver Mm -hmm. has a question about something who are they calling yes calling their dispatcher Exactly, because that's a, that's an age. That's a thing for the past. You, I remember back in the day, industries it was so based on kind of like hierarchy and class that you wouldn't do cross training. Yeah, a lot of companies didn't do cross training, you know. But now they realize because the old timers, it was like, no, you can't do that because you ain't been here long enough, and you should, you know. So, but it's just bad, like you say, it's, it's it, it gives you more job security. Yeah, and, um, and I know what you mean yeah. by that. I was I, I was in the finance industry for a while, and like these folks that have been in there so long, it's almost like a secret of what they do. Exactly. And I've always thought I never want to do. I never want to be like that. I never want to be somewhere where it's like that. Because then you know what the hell are they doing? And then you get there. Well, well, not much comes to find out. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? well, you came from the finance industry into trucking. You still doing the finance part of? The business? No, I, you know, not really. I mean, my, my back, you know, so, so I, you know, I, I was with Norton very early on, you know, when it's very, very early on and then, you know, left and went, you know, went, did, did my own thing for a while. And then, you know, I always, you know, for me, it was always operations and sales and, you know, big aspect, okay. you know, big aspect of the sales piece. So when I came here, you know, it was uh Hey, here's a, here's a blank Excel sheet, go find some customers. And, and then, you know, grew, grew from there. So, you know, it's like, okay, you know, what do I do? I, oh, so you were, you were there in the beginning, at, uh, like almost at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, way back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah way back. Wow. But, but there was a gap, you know, there was a, there was a gap for a while. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, Michael and I, you know, continue to talk and remain friends over the years. And, you know, always, always felt at home here and I, and I am. And, and truly blessed and you know calvin and michael great great folks to work for have always been great and you know calvin was the first driver so the first driver the first driver <laughs> he, he, you know 
and and it's it's cool to he was see. The person only driving at, at one point. Yeah, yeah, he was. Wow. Delivering school buses out of Bluebird, North Georgia. And, you know, then obviously, you know, continue to grow and continue to, to build from that. But, you know, as that driver, it's it's cool to hear him talk and preach about, you know, how we, you know, continue to, to, to grow with our driver base, but know that that's how we started. And, yeah. you know, that's a culture yeah. that we ha- that, that we continue to have because, you know, he, he teaches us that. So um, probably not like that yeah. everywhere. I, I don't know, you know, but I know. I know we're doing some good things, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, you guys definitely, you guys definitely are the best the best driveway company I've dealt with because I've dealt with other ones, and most time it just don't last. I really don't like with the people at Norton. I always have a, a connection with them. You know, it's more you know, it's it's they kind of like they they care. You yeah. know, they want to know if you could. Some companies they're not even going to try to even get you from a a, a place. They, they don't care. Like some companies just do not care. And I, and I just couldn't believe that, you know, I, I just, so you'll be out someplace and you stranded and they'll basically say that don't got, that's, that has nothing to do with us. And I'm like, wow. wow, just on a human, on a human level, like you don't care what happens to me out here. And, and I have left um, other companies in, but Norton has always standed, stood tall. I have never even thought about um, leaving Norton. Well, I'll I'll, you know. I'll explain a little bit about why why that is was because our you know a lot of our culture is is built around the logistics of moving people. We have to move people to a truck and from a truck, and we try to focus on those logistics because those logistics well look at where we are with rental cars and things like that. This day and age, yeah, well, the logistics man. of moving people is harder than the truck. We we we've been moving trucks for twenty. We can move the truck now. We're having to navigate through waters of moving people. So for you know, we, the, give the support that we give every day is 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 more or less about the travel piece of the person, not the truck. You know, so you know that's important. You know, I think so. We that's important. We can't forget that. And, and we've yeah. we've come up with, and, and there's no easy solution for rental cars, right? You know, I mean, we, oh, I, we I wish there was, but you know, I've been on the phone with about every rental car company, you know, and there's just no, you know, there's no solution. They just, you know, they, they don't have cars, and you know that that, that it is what it is. But it's getting it better, it's getting a little better. It's getting, better. It's getting, it's getting a little better. It's getting a little better. Getting a little better. I was, we, me and me and my partner, we're struggling. We're struggling right now because right now we got a rental. We got a rental right now that we're trying our best to wait to try to find something coming out of one place to get us there because the rental right now we got is $225. That's the thing about it, too, is it's oh, it, it's not even, and you make a good point. Let's talk about that. It's not even about finding Okay, so you find a rental. It ain't what it used to be. They don't cost what they used to cost. So, hey, well, you know, it, you know, it's it's tough. Everything is more expensive, so and gas is higher. God, God. So gas is just ridiculous right now. I mean, it's just rough, but the people with the will, you got the choice to say I'm not going to do it. I'm sitting down. I'm going to give up on it. But then you 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 can't you you can't stand with something when it's good and then bail out when it's not as good yeah yeah you can yeah it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work but it doesn't work but, internally but a lot of things that we've talked about i feel like goes back to you know learn and, and make yourself better so you know we'll go back to like okay how can we you know how do we do better as a company well be better at you know find dots that connect 
connect your dots better. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to, you have to find a way, find a solution when there isn't one and, and you, you know, you know, make logistics happen and think outside the box and thinking outside the box as things get better and you've experienced that, you could, you're going to be way better in the long run. Navigating through tough times. You know, one thing that I have learned too is it's, there's always going to be hurdles in anything you do. Everything that you do is going to have a hurdle. So we're going to get through, <laughs> we're going to get through rental car, you know, the hurdle of rental cars right now. There's going to be something else and, and we're yeah. going to get through that, you know, and that's life. And, and it's how you respond to that and how you, how you, you think through it and, and how you make, you know, make better decisions from that that make you successful. So I love to hear that you're sticking with it through all that. And I love to hear too, that you've brought people on, you've referred people, yeah. you've got people running and drive away. It's great. Yeah. You know, we got to continue to grow. Got to, cause it's a great business. It I is. tell people when you with the, when you with the right company, it's a great business, but when you with the wrong company, it can be hard, but it's a great business. It's you, you don't have, have to have a do, super degree and, and because there's people like you were saying, there's people out there with all these degrees. Like I know, especially a lot of because I talked to a lot of my nieces and a lot of my cousins because they'll go and get these PhDs and master's degrees and degrees that are so hard to fill. Like I got a niece that got a, a PhD in speech therapy, speech something therapy, and she can't find work anywhere. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Got, uh, Hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. And, you know, so it's, it's you know, it, this, 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 this field has just been a blessing for me because it just opened me up to so many things I want to do, way, way less stress. So I love it. Well, let me ask you this. So you live in Florida, right? Orlando? Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Yep. What do you do as do you try to stay more regional or are you are you going, you know, taking longer trips? Or are you kind of doing a little mix? What what works for you now over the years? What have you figured out that that you like best? OK, that's a good question. In the beginning, I wanted the long runs. We were all jumping me and my sister. We all get together. We're looking for those. Give me ones. give me the miles. Give me the miles. <laughs> oh, my goodness. About. Well, I used to love, I used to love, I used to sometimes get this run coming from Tampa all the way to Washington. Well, that's a big one. <laughs> that's yeah. a big one. And, and I love that run because I get to go through my favorite place in the United States, and that's Montana. I love Montana. I've never been, but I, I it's beautiful. I want to go. That's beautiful. One, never been to Montana. I want to go so bad. Beautiful. Montana. And I take when I get a chance, if I got to stay there for a day or two, and not to get off topic, I'm gonna get back on it. But if I get to get there, I come in, I get a rental from Boozman Airport, go down, and I drive down through Wyoming to go to Yellowstone Park. That's my favorite thing to do. Favorite of all things to do. That's just. I love it. Yeah, and you, you, know? and you get you've gotten to experience it in, in this job. Got to experience it. Just go and just like I tell people, don't just go to these places and not enjoy them. Yeah, take it in. Take it in. Whether it's an hour, two hours, three hours, go there, get look up some of the best cuisine, some of the best restaurants, and enjoy them. Yeah, you know. But to answer your question, in the beginning, I wanted all the long runs, all the big boys, all the the whoppers. But going out for a week here, week and a half here, I would come back 
and it almost seemed like I was kind of being uh, kind of neglectful to my kids almost in a sense. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it, it was hard, but because my uh, I had my youngest daughter. I got three oldest boys, but I had a daughter um, that was, she's like 10 years apart from my youngest son. So she was a baby at that time. And I would come back and, you know, it would always be something different about her. Yeah. Or I would come back and my sons, and, and that was kind of weighing on me, even though the money was much better, that was kind of weighing on me. So what I did is I kind of transitioned from the long runs to more regional. And that's why I went regional. I rather the long runs, but I went kind of regional. And then I started getting into the school and, and things like that. And that, that gave me, the regional gave me more time for yeah. all the other stuff. Yeah, open that, open that door, yeah, yeah. It opened it up a little bit more, and I was still able to see my kids or talk to my sons and give them that little work. Because I don't, you know how you get to a point when, when your sons are coming up and your kids are coming up, you preach whole hour trying to talk to them. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't got the, I don't got the wind and energy for that no more. I give them some big jewels and look, and you be smart. Yeah. And, 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 and it just... You, you learn how to navigate your time. That's what it all comes down to, just navigating every piece of your time. In regional, the regional aspect, so I do more Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Alabama, around that region most yeah. of the time. That's where I'm at yeah. most of the time. And it's, it's good enough money, and it keeps me to be able to be a day away from home just in case something happens or you know, and that's why I do it like that. Well, I, I like that, and I and I like that you've learned, and, and you you, know, you you do what works for you, and you know, like you know, yeah. a, you know, being a day away is not as bad as being you know four days away. You know, when it exactly. comes to having to having to be somewhere, and you know, emergency or whatever may happen, and that's the thing about it. The folks that are listening, is it's out there. You know, what what however it is that you want to do it do it you know it's up to do you it. and you can be exactly. successful either way exactly sometimes what's most important to you you know is 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 being there being back being able to be on the road but being close to your family and so you know you may not have yeah. that dedicated route every day but mm -hmm. you know if you have a dedicated route every day then you probably have a truck truck breaks down or you know you can see the same old route every day and you know at least here yeah. you know you're you're doing different things you know you're not different things. yeah because well, that's what that's the reason I never wanted a dedicated route in this is because it would to me it would defeat the purpose of that monotony that nine to five monotonous yeah. job that it's the same it's the same thing to me and that that's I mean learn, getting up and not knowing where I'm going gives me a lot it, 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 it revitalizes me yeah you know it you know I love it you know like I'm gonna see something new because that's what we just talked about learning something new. Even if you see something new or learn a new place, it's the same thing as learning, you know. And seeing different types of trucks too. You're learn. I mean, you're learning. Yeah. To, you're you're improving your trade because you're, you know, you've dri driven a lot of different things at this point. I'm sure. Exactly. I've driven a. I've driven a whole lot of different things, and the mo the, the 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 best part to me is the just the just the not not being not being chained to any different thing not being chained and not saying that it's not good to have stable grounded and have a, a stable ground but it's, it's it's other ways to do that as well you just you just have to what what works for you what what makes you happy because in this life 
at the end of the day, money and everything, but you got, you have to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you, you, you got to find the things that make like the, like you say, the, 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 not the monotony of the day, but something new, waking up to do something different. You know, you got to find something like that for you. So, yeah. Cause, cause right now everybody is, there's a lot of people that's going through a lot of stress right now. I mean, just, it, 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 it's hard right now for a lot of people. And when, when, when you can, you know, do things that relieve that stress in however way you find this is, this, it's, it's a good thing. Man, I love that. Yeah. That's so true yeah. too. Well, you mentioned something a few minutes ago, because I always like to hit on this. You say cuisine, cuisine. Yeah. You're going to different cuisine. places. You're seeing different yeah. places. I always like to use this time. Hey, you're gonna you, you're gonna eat somewhere good at some point, right? Yeah. Tell tell Definitely. me where you like to visit. What's a place wherever it may be that you want to give a shout out to? You want to tell somebody that's listening that they got to go here. It's one of your favorite places to stop by. Even if you've only been there once, you want to go back. What's that place? Okay. Oh, man. Where, where do I choose? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. That's where I was born. Charleston, South Carolina was there until I was about 18. And I love going back to Charleston, South Carolina because one, their cuisine is like, I think it's like top 10 in the United States. One of the best places I like to eat there is a place called Bertha's Kitchen. Oh, oh you got to tell me. <laughs> tell me more. I'm intrigued. Bertha's Kitchen is this old lady who she started this place. It was a little shack. She started this place even from my mother used to eat there at that place. And what happened now is her granddaughters are running the place. And they have, you know, they have turned it into a huge place. They keep building on and building on. And it's just some of the best soul food mm. you ever eat. I mean, the line is wrapped around the corner every day you go there. If you, if you get there, if you don't get there before 1 or 2 o'clock, all the food is gone. Wow. Wow. All the food the, is gone. I love places like that because, you know, okay, first off, there's so much history because, you know, you, it's in the family. You've got these yeah. recipes that have, that have carried on to another generation and, you know, you if you know people are excited to eat there, they want to eat there. You know, it's good. You got those those old school recipes as they carry on through families. You know, they, as as th things change, you know, those recipes get less and less and less and less as as, as we get into yeah. you know this age. So the fact that there's families and there's places that still keep those around, and you know, when you taste that and and, and you taste the love and the, the the realness that's in that, you know, you can't just find that anywhere. No, no, man. In the tradition of, you know, like you said, like that, that tradition when, when the family actually keeps it alive. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing because most people, they let, they let that tradition go. Most of the younger generation, they don't want to do what the older generation did. So, you know, it's, it's just, I've been so many, cause I'm a, I am a foodie at heart. I've been to so many different places in the United States, like so many that I, I forget the names of. Sometimes I can remember the, the plate right. before the before, before the, the name. name the yeah, I'm with yeah. you there. Before, before the name of the place. But I'm, I am an extreme foodie because I got a saying. You've never been someplace until you eat there. That's me, true. You ride through there. You didn't go there because you didn't eat there. You know, I that's agree. How, that, yeah, I, that's that's how I look at it. 
Well, and I love that too, because as as I travel around and I go to different places, it's you know the food is part of the culture, and you know I, you know obviously you you can you know you look at the world and there's so many different cultures, but in in the United States where we live, there's mm-hmm. there's little cultures and little different places, and you can be a part of that and experience a part of that without ever even having to jump on an airplane. And so every single city or whatever is going to have a Wendy's or McDonald's, and you can go there or whatever. But there's also going to be some yeah. cool places. That, that that aren't you know commercialized that, that you're going to find a little bit of the culture in there and that's what i try to find when i go somewhere yeah, that's, that's that's me too i like the I, I like the i just i'm just one of those people i like the the action of giving to the people who who can acknowledge me that i gave it to them like it's special to them yes like you know it's their their own place and they they they're just like me they need that money just like me instead of going to the billion dollar franchises. I, I mean, I, I look I look at these people as just like me. So I got a connection with them from the beginning. Not saying I don't go to the big franchises, but when I go to places, I try my best to help the the, 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 the middle, kind of the middle economy. Yeah, yeah, and, and keep their, so keep, keep their tradition alive, you know, keep, keep exactly. it, you know, I'm with you. I, same, I feel, yeah. well, I love it. Well, well, you heard it from Armand. Bertha's Kitchen. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Yes, sir. Bertha's uh, Kitchen. Charleston, South Carolina. Check it out. If I'm there, I'm going to check it out. If I can make it there in time before before they're all out. But thank you. It's been great. You know, this, this has been a great experience. We appreciate having you on the show. I, before we stop, anything uh, anything that, that you want to share, drive away, trucking related, anything that was on your mind that we didn't get to talk about? Well, I just want to share the fact that, you know, for everybody doing the drive away, you know, this 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 don't don't take for granted the the, 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 the position you have with this drive away. This is a, a, a great position. We're very needed, very important people. You know, we help we help America run. And you know, I, 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 I take a lot of pride in the fact of me being feeling a need and not just being a body. I'm, I'm, I'm actually needed. So, you know, and, and for everybody, you know, stay safe out there and be smart, make it home to your family every day and, you know, do, you, do, do, do your thing. That's about it. I love it. I love it. You are, you, you are needed and that, that's absolutely right. Well, I've enjoyed it, Armand. It's been Thank great. You, man. Nice to meet you too, brother. Hey, you too. You be safe out there and if you need anything, just let us know. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Six Figure Trucker is brought to you by Norton Transport. Norton Transport is a drive-away trucking company that customers can rely on. It offers excellent independent contract driving opportunities to professional, courteous, and qualified drivers that can provide the kind of service we deliver. If you're interested in learning more about Norton or just want to subscribe to the show, check out 6-figuretrucker.com. That's 6-figuretrucker.com.